You're listening to the Digital Mastermind Podcast, the place for entrepreneurs who are invested in improving themselves and their business. With your host, business coach and serial entrepreneur, Hillary Russell. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Digital Mastermind. Today, I have a special guest, Victoria Shaw. And thank you so much, Victoria, for being so willing to jump on last minute today and have this conversation with me. It's my absolute pleasure. When I saw what you wanted to talk about, I don't know, I was so excited. It's such a good topic. <laughs> I, you know what, I, I told you this um, a couple minutes ago, you know, before we started recording, but I really did today. I, I woke up and I just felt like, you know what, the law of attraction and the power of manifesting is something that I wish that I would have had more of an awareness of or an understanding of earlier on in my career, um, because it truly, you know, has so much power. And I, before we dive in, I want to give you some time to introduce yourself and give our listeners a little bit of background into your area of expertise. Okay, perfect. So I like to call myself an intuitive counselor and um, my work combines my training and background in psychology and counseling with my intuitive gifts. And everyone's intuitive, but for me, the way my intuition works is that I can get out of the way and receive higher forms of guidance for myself, for others, and help also connect my clients with their own inner wisdom. And, you know, I have a lot of education and a lot of training um, and many letters after my name. If I choose to, if I choose to use them, but when I do the intuitive piece, I like to think of myself as a thousand percent self-taught and I really have just learned, I've had, I've had some help there too. Of course we all need support, but you know, most of the wisdom and guidance that I receive, I really do believe comes from a higher source. I believe we all have this connection to this higher source and I learn as I go. And that's the magical thing about the work that I do and the work that I share with others. Cool. That's, oh, I'm so excited about this conversation. And, and I apologize too. I, I should have said Dr. Victoria Shaw at the you beginning, don't because, at <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, I, I was reading through some of your um, content and the information that you've got on your website. And one thing that I really resonated with was you talk about how quantum physics teaches us that everything is energy. And I feel like that's been kind of a, a theme in the conversations that I've been having the last few weeks, um, that truly everything in our life is connected by this, this energy, you know, our, our, our bodies, the things around us, the, the things we're saying, the, the people that come into our lives. I I'd love to get your take on that Victoria. And, um, just, you know, when you're, when you're working with new clients that may come in and may be new to, you know, this concept, how do you explain that to someone who has never maybe thought of that before? Oh, that's a really good question. And, you know, most of the people that find their way to my office have thought about it before. So I'm kind of <laughs> lucky there. Like I have, um, you know, um, but not always, but a lot of my clients are very spiritually advanced and they, they know this stuff. And sometimes I'm either even kind of talking them out of what they've learned from other spiritual teachings. Um, cause there's a lot of confusion out there, 
but it's my understanding, the law of attraction, and, and there's things I like about this term and there's things that I don't, but the basic idea is that everything's energy and everything's connected and that we attract into our space that which matches our, our highest energetic vibration at the moment. And so oftentimes people think, well, you know, in life things happen randomly and it's just happening to me and I have no control. And one of the things that I love about this idea of the law of attraction or manifesting is you recognize that on some level you do have control. And at some level, when you get it right and you kind of align with those deeper forces of the universe, you realize that you do have all the power. It's just not where you thought it was in the first place. So that's right. what I love about the law of attraction. And People sometimes think that manifesting is something that you kind of just do, like you have to think about it the same way that, you know, you brush your teeth or start a new job or take out the trash. But manifesting is something that's happening all the time. Uh, whether you realize it or not, it's actually just how life works. Because again, everything's energy, your energy, your experiences are energy. And it's all about this beautiful dance between what you're putting out and what you're attracting in and then how you're responding to what you're attracting in. And that's what keeps co-creating your life for you. So law of attraction is always happening. It's just a force or a factor of this human experience. And so I think a lot of the teachings, you know, act like, oh, I have to create something or I have to do something. It's happening all the time. And so what really learning to manifest what you want or learning how to work with, um, um, Bonnie Lonsberry uses the term, um, what does she use the term? Oh my goodness. I'm going to lose it. Um, consciously creating, right. Or consciously, yeah. I think that's what she uses Const um, conscious creation. Um, and I could be wrong about that, but I like that word. So we're going to use it. And Bonnie, sorry if I'm misquoting you. So the idea is it's happening all the time. And, and, our, and really what we want to do is you do it more consciously with more awareness, with more intention so that we can start to bring into our life the things that bring us joy. That's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's such an interesting concept as well. And I, what I love that you touched on a bit there was that you know, manifesting and the power of manifesting isn't necessarily something that is a conscious step-by-step -step process that you must follow like a specific formula. It's literally something that we do, whether conscious of it or not on a daily basis in which affects the direction of our life at any given moment. Um, I, I'm curious if there is ever a, a particular maybe sequence or something that you recommend individuals can do when they're first starting out with, you know, okay, now I'm conscious of the power of manifesting and I'm aware of this. And now I want to actively, you know, put my energy towards this so that I can bring in the actions that I want to conspire my life. Are there specific steps or specific things that you recommend to your clients, Victoria, that can help with making sure that you are aligned with the correct um, achievements or goals that you're wanting to, I guess, manifest? So that is such an amazing question because, you know, I think a lot of times what happens with when people learn about the law of attraction, they do a couple of things that are sometimes not helpful. I mean, the, the, the first amazing thing is they feel empowered because they recognize, wow, like I, I have something I can do here to, you know, align with the life that I want to live. And that is a beautiful thing. And you start getting out of that victim mentality that things are happening to you and you start to recommend, realize they're happening for you and that you have, you have a say in what's going on. 
So that's what I love about the law of attraction. But I think sometimes what people immediately do is they, you know, they stay in their ego, their small mind, and they're like, I want this, I want that, you know, why can't like, like a little toddler, like, you know, I want a popsicle mommy now. Well, you know, it's, it's bedtime, but I want it now, you know, and they're not, they're not aligned with what's really going to, because that popsicle right before bedtime, you might want it, but it's probably not going to serve your deepest, highest purpose, right? Like we don't, we don't usually go to bed, you know, with a popsicle in our hand. Um, so mom's making a smart choice. if <laughs> She says no. Um, but it's the same thing with the law of attraction. The more we can align with our deeper, higher purpose, or I'd like to say our soul, right. And what our soul is here to express, the more we're not, we're going to be able to manifest the things that will bring us joy, purpose, and, you know, fulfillment in life. And so that's really where you want to start from. And so a lot of times people will try to figure it all out with their brains and they'll try to say, well, what should I want and what should I do? And, and we can manifest that way too. And we often get what we think we want. It just doesn't always bring us that deeper amount of joy. Hmm. And sometimes we don't even get what we want because, you know, the sum total of all of your energy is what attracts what you experience in your life. So you may think that you want, say, this million dollar, you know, multi-million dollar mansion but if you have, you know, beliefs and fears around having a lot of money, you know, maybe you learned somewhere in your childhood that if you're really, really successful, you know, that means everyone's going to want to rob and steal from you. You might be afraid to have that, or you learned that you weren't deserving of it, right? Like you shouldn't want that. You shouldn't want those things. It's not good to want those things. These kinds of, you know, often unconscious beliefs also contribute to what we bring into our life. And sometimes if you think you want something, you know, you might have other things going on that, that are sending out a different message at the same time. And the universe will respond to whatever is the strongest message. That's a really interesting point. I think that that in my opinion, and I'm curious to hear what your perspective is, but in my opinion, that might be one of the most difficult parts of successfully or effectively and actively manifesting what it is that we believe that we want, right? Um, on, so I, let me connect to my thoughts here. I think my words are going faster than my mind is. <laughs> so <laughs> you're doing what, great. Um, what I'm, what I'm trying to express is, you know, you explained that there's a difference between what we think that we want and what versus what we actually need. And that sometimes we might have these blocks, like use the example, right. Of, uh, fear of success, like fear of having that much money or desiring that much money or a certain level of success. And even though the conscious or logical part of our mind might be saying, okay, these are the active things that I need to be doing and engaged in so that I'm manifesting this. But sometimes the subconscious part of us has these blocks, right? Uh, I'm, I'm curious, do you believe, so two parts, one, do you believe that those blocks are the most difficult part to one, either like acknowledge or to understand how to remove? And the second part of that is how does one align their conscious or their logical desires with what their soul is desiring? Oh, great questions. All right. So do I think it's the hardest part? No, because your life is giving you feedback all the time about, you know, the sum total of the energy you're putting out. So if you keep wanting that mansion and that mansion's not coming, 
right? You'll get information about why you'll get, you'll get that feedback. And then you can start to think, and again, mentioning Bonnie Lonsberry again, she was a guest on my show not so long ago. And she is, um, has a beautiful book called the map, um, which I just love all about a law of attraction. It's very hands-on, but one of the things that I love that she said when she was on my show is, um, you know, look at your life and that will tell you what your limiting beliefs are right? It will, it will mirror it back to you all the time. So you'll know what you're working with. And then it's just a matter of being really kind to yourself, becoming aware. Sometimes we look at the origins of where these beliefs come from. Sometimes we don't need to, you know, with my work as an intuitive, I can often see this for people really, really, really quick and then help them, you know, um, shed light on it and unravel it. And it's not about looking at those limiting beliefs and saying, oh, what's wrong with me? Nothing's wrong with you. This is how life works. This is exactly what you're here to do. And it's, it's exactly perfect wherever you are, whether you believe it or not, you are doing just fine. So it's more about shedding light on those places so that we can heal them, right? And we can release them and we can, you know, transform them. And that's what we're here to do. So the answer to that first question is, is it hard? I don't know. It's definitely some work, but I think it's the work that we're all here to do. And the more conscious you are of how manifest manifestation works and where it, it gets limited is, is part of your own healing and growth journey when you're here on earth. Oh, that's beautiful. Okay. I like that. Okay. The second question is kind of my favorite. Because like I said, I think where a lot of people get hung up when we talk about manifesting is they try to manifest from their ego or their small mind and what they think they should, what they've learned they should want or do. And, and you can do that. And there's lots of people in this world that have manifested and attracted amazing things to themselves, you know, fame and wealth and partnerships and, you know mansions and all of those things are fine. I like all of those things. Again, if it aligns with your life plan, it's a beautiful thing. And if it brings you joy, that's even better. But I think what people are starting to tune into now is that, you know, our small mind doesn't always have the big picture of what's going to bring us joy because your small mind is all the stuff that you've been taught that you should want, but your soul always knows best. And so for me, the greatest teachings in terms of the law of attraction are around letting go and surrendering and starting to align with that higher place and recognizing that your life is going in exactly the direction that you need it to go. And what you need to learn to do is get out of the way so that you can experience, you know, the full joy and, and magic that your soul would like to express here on earth. Hmm. I like that. I like that a lot. And I think, you know, the next most natural question in my mind for that is one that can be a very loaded question, but I'm sure that you get on a daily basis. How do I get out of my own way? Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) absolutely. You know, it's, it's a two-part process. One is starting to tune into the things that really excite you and really bring you joy and know that it's okay to follow that. And again, if, you know, your joy is jumping off a cliff, you know, you might, you might want to, you know, tune in a little deeper because <laughs> that probably won't bring you joy. You know, sometimes we get confused about what is really joyful and what's not. Cause again, those shoulds get, they can get in there all in many different ways, but when you really learn to tune in, in the moment with what is just authentically, you know, meaningful and purposeful and brings you joy and you start to flow into that, then magical things will happen. And at the same time, it's important to sort of let go of those shoulds 
and start to notice when they come up and start to, you know, be really curious about, well, why should I have this? Does, would this bring me joy? Would, would not having this, you know, serve a purpose? And so you start to tune into that authentic feeling of where your soul wants to flow and you start to flow with that. Hmm. That's yeah. That's an interesting point. I think what resonated with me with what you just said was, um, you know, kind of going with almost like going with the flow, if you will. But in my mind, what that translates to is like following the same vibration, like allowing yourself to just follow the vibration of what your life is evolving into. Oh, I love that. That's that's, so beautifully put. Oh, thank you. I, um, I really liked how you explained that though. And even before with the last question that I asked, you know, it really is, it's an evolutionary process. And I think that, you know, I, I, have noticed this for myself at times that I have these maybe expectations on the time frame that I should be achieving certain parts or certain levels of success. Right. And I, I think that's, you know, something that for me and, and for a lot of clients that I've worked with is something that can be difficult to allow ourselves to understand is that it is, it's an evolutionary process. And you've said it many times in this conversation, Victoria, but you know, you've got to just trust that where we're at in our lives or where, you know, where I'm at in my life is exactly where we're supposed to be. And that's beautiful. I like that a lot. Absolutely. Absolutely. It doesn't mean surrender. Doesn't mean that, you know, you take no action. Surrender doesn't mean that, you know, everything is, has to be okay. Even though at the deepest sense it is, you may not feel like it is. And sometimes when something feels off, that's a great call to action, right? It just means that we move forward from a place of self-love rather than from, you know, resistance and disempowerment. Right. And we recognize you're exactly where you're supposed, you're supposed to be your beautiful soul in human form. You are perfection incarnate. It's just when you get to earth, you know, it doesn't look so perfect anymore and that's okay too. Right. And I, oh, go ahead. No, no, you're no, sorry. I was just agreeing with you. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, and I'd also say, you know, getting back to the question that you asked before, like, how do you know if it's really your purpose and how do you get out of the way? I mean, that's where I think intuition comes in. And I think that that's something that's not always discussed so much in the law of attraction land is that your soul is always nudging you and it's always giving you information and it's always, you know, putting you in a certain direction. It's just that most of us haven't been taught to listen to that. And I think of intuition, intuition is that way of knowing that we all have that has nothing to do with what you've learned or been taught or anything logical or linear. It's really that that connection with your soul or your higher self. And we all have it because we're all spiritual beings in human form. Every single one of us, we all have that connection, but you know, over time, life teaches us not to listen to it. And it teaches us, listen to your mind, listen to everything you've been taught. Listen, you know, here's where you're supposed to be. And as we learn to let go of this, and I see so many more people are starting to tune into and hear the whispers of the soul it's going to take you exactly where you need to be. And it's going to realign you with that flow, like you said, and you will get out of your own way because you'll start to listen to that, those deeper longings. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you learn to listen to your intuition, it's always correct. Ah, that's, that is amazing. And I, I think that you're exactly right. The, you know, especially the society that we grow up and are raised in, we are taught to 
look more at situations logically than to trust our intuition and our inner feelings. So that's, yeah, I, I couldn't agree more with that. I, I want to flip this just a little bit in uh, our conversation here. And I'm, I'm super curious, Victoria, on your take with this when it comes to business. Our listeners here are all entrepreneurs and individuals who are evolving in their business journey, right? Or their entrepreneurial journey. And so, you know, a lot of times with um, either whether it's a self-help book for business or seminars or different things like that, I think a common concept is, well, you've got to write your five-year goal. You've got to write your 10-year goal and, and then, you know, make little sub goals or milestones that build up to that. So in relation to, in, in relation to business, which truly and ultimately ties back, you know, for entrepreneurs ties back to our entire life and everything that's going on around us. Um, what advice would you give for an entrepreneur that's just starting out and is just starting to find and actively engage themselves in manifesting the things for their life? Oh, I love that question. I love it on so many levels. So I'll tell you the first thing, there's so much information in the world, right? And there's so many people that of course make their money, probably myself included, right? <laughs> Disseminating information. And, you know, sometimes that information can be really, really helpful because it awakens something in you and it feel, you feel like it fits and, and it feels really helpful and it resonates. I love the word resonate. And then I would say, take it in and go with it. But a lot of times that information, you know, it disempowers us because we feel like if I have to do these five steps, like, you know, that's the only way I have to do this. It doesn't matter if it, if it, um, suits me or not. Maybe if I don't do the five steps, right, I've messed up. I've made a mistake. It gives us the idea. There's a one right or wrong way to do things. And it takes us right out of our power and right out of our soul and back into this sort of, you know, school kind of setting, right. We're in traditional school, like it or not you know, there's a right answer. The teacher knows best. And, you know, if you want to get your A, you got to do it exactly like he or she says, mm -hmm. you know, and a lot of us have that conditioning, you know, most of us went to school for a really long time. Some of us more than others, right? <laughs> but, um, and, and I love school. Like I said, I I've, I've done a lot of it, but it's really important, you know, when you are creating your life or creating your business to, to realize, and especially entrepreneurs, because we have this great opportunity, right? To like, we are, we are the authors of our own, of our own business, of our own journey. Mm -hmm. And so it's important, you know, that you really take all that information in the world, but don't get lost in it and figure out what resonates and what makes sense for you and let go of what doesn't. And, you know, when clients come to me for an intuitive reading, the first time, the first thing that I always say is, you know, I'm a conduit, I'm a channel for guidance, your guidance to come through for you. And what that means is you need to tune in and see what fits, you know, what makes you go, ah, and those are the nuggets that you take away from this and anything else you let go. It's okay. Hmm. Right. And I think that that's actually an approach to life and building your business. So you don't get hung up in the details. Now, this doesn't mean that you don't need a business plan or, you know, I'm an entrepreneur who sometimes, you know, takes a long time to bill my clients because I'm just really <laughs> lazy about going through the process. And I'm actually thinking I may, I may change the way I do it. So they have to like pay me first because I find it so <laughs> annoying. Um, you know, and that's an important part of my business. Um, obviously, if I don't charge people money for my services, I don't, I don't stay in business. 
Right. So we need to take those actions, but you know, we don't need to feel like there's one way to do things and that, you know, we're bad if we don't do it that one way. Right. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. And it really does. It goes back to what you've kind of been saying throughout this entire conversation of, you know, almost like letting go of those expectations that we might have for ourselves. Right. And just allowing ourselves to flow with where our soul is pushing us and our life is guiding us towards. Yeah. So that's, that's amazing. Yeah. And getting in touch with that deeper listening, because we all have those longings and we all have those little nudges. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes the other thing that's really hard about intuition is that it doesn't usually give you the whole picture. Your intuition doesn't usually like one day, I mean, it could happen, but oftentimes one day you don't wake up and go, I'm going to build a business. This is my 10 year plan. This is what it's going to look like. And then boom, it works out exactly like that. Some people that's their process, but usually instead of what we get are these little whispers, these little nudges and little, you know, I often use the term of breadcrumbs, you know, where, um, you know, from Hansel and Gretel, where you're following just one at a time down that path. And, you know, you just, you find one and you take that step and then you don't know where the next one is. And there's a couple of reasons why intuition works this way. First of all, oftentimes you can't understand the big picture until you've taken a couple steps forward. So if your guidance gave you all of the information at the outset, it would make no sense to you because you haven't had the necessary or requisite experience to see where those next steps lie. Right. Oh yes, that's true. Yeah. So we have to get comfortable in that unknown so that we can grow into ourselves. You know, the mind is great for keeping you exactly where you're at. Right. Cause you know, you know what, you know, and you stay in that little box, but our intuition gets us out of the box, but you have to be comfortable with the unknown, you know, not always you'll, you'll be shown some things, but it's one step at a time. And an example I can use for my personal life is I just made a cross country move. So I made a move from the East coast where I've lived most of my, actually all of my adult life, um, to the West coast. And it's something that I think in my bones, I always knew I was going to do some day. And I remember years back when I was living in New York city, having these bleeding thoughts, like when I live in California, dot, 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 but there was no way to make that happen. My husband's industry was in New York city. You know, I had kids. So, you know, I, I, we moved from New York to Connecticut and I've, and I've been in this area. I'd been in that area for, you know, a really, really, really long time because I'm kind of an old adult now. And over the last few years, I would say maybe like three past three years, I started to hear these whispers, you know, it's time to downsize. It's time to downsize. And I listened. And when I went to see if there was any action to take, I never got like a yes. So I just kept listening. And I think those whispers were helpful because it was going to be a big deal. And I needed a few years to get used to it. Hmm. And then the other thing I kept hearing is I really want to be near the sea. I mean, I, I was 10 minutes from the beach in Connecticut, but like right on the water yes. where I can see the water every day. And I kept hearing that too. And then like many people, when the pandemic hit and a lot of things were happening, I got my call to action and I knew now was the time. And hmm. we ended up selling our house at Connecticut at the peak of the market. Um, and we bought at the peak of the market. So that was a nice thing. It would have been really hard to get to sell my house in 2018, 2019, but in 2021, it took four days (laughs) and, um, yeah. And it all lined up and I found a house here. That's perfect. has everything on my wish list, and I am in heaven. And again, it's just because I've learned how to listen. I've learned how to listen. And I've also become aware of the thoughts that say that sometimes like, 
you know, do you really deserve to have this beautiful house? And so I sit with those and I'm like, yeah, I do, but it's okay right. that you feel this way. And I'm kind to those parts of myself that are unsure. And I give them a lot of love and then they, you know, they don't take over. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. And that's such a perfect example, perfect example. And I think that, you know, for each individual, we have examples in our life. If we think about it, of how, when we, you know, experience things or come to a certain plateau or a new milestone in our lives, we're able to see retrospectively how our life built up to that moment. Yeah. And, and you're exactly right. You know, having the full picture right at the beginning would be confusing. <laughs> it would cool. be very confusing to those early parts of us. Right. Right. So, but listening to the whispers, right. Exactly. I listened to those whispers. I, I just took it under consideration, but I also use my intuition to know now's not the time, mm-hmm. but I was expanding into it. Right. Yes. Oh, I love that. That's, that's such a perfect explanation. And Victoria, I'm so, so grateful that you had the time this morning to, you know, to chat with me and go through these questions that I had. And I think, you know, it's super beneficial for those listening as well. I know that I've taken so many little golden nuggets that you've been so willing to share. I, before we wrap up our conversation though, I, I would love for you to share how listeners can get in touch with you. Um, I know that you do some incredibly you know, intuitive sessions with your clients. So if any listeners are interested, how can they get in contact with you? Of course. Thanks so much for asking. So the best way to find me and all of my offerings is through my website, which is victoriashawintuitive.com. And I do one-to-one sessions and group readings and group coaching and all sorts of good stuff. And you can find all of those um, opportunities there. I also have a Facebook group, uh, Intuitive Connection Community, where I do a lot of free teaching and readings and connecting, and I love showing up there. And then I'm also a podcaster myself, and my podcast is called Intuitive Connection, and it's all about strengthening that connection to your inner wisdom. That's amazing. Well, Victoria, thank you so very much for joining me today. It has been such a fun conversation. I appreciate it. Hillary, thanks so much for having me. This has been a blast. This has been another episode of the Digital Mastermind Podcast with Hillary Russell. For more information on the mastermind, visit us online at therussellcollective.com slash mastermind. Thanks for joining us today. We'll see you next time. And remember, stay moving and keep your momentum. Your future self will thank you.